Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sine. Yeah. Would I be able to have a child called Florence? Sure. Oh. Florence and Florence? No. Lonnie and Flonnie? (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard Flonny be a nickname for Florence, but maybe we should start calling her that. Let's do it. Okay. Forget Miss Flo. Flonny is in this movie. Hello there. This is I Only Like You in Movies. My name is Lonnie. Watching Flonny today. And her name is Sinead. Just normal. Nothing yeah, funny about that. No, nothing at all. How are you today, Sinead? I'm good, thank you. Have you seen any 2002 psychological drama period films? No, I've seen 2022 psychological period drama films. What did I say? 2002. Oh, okay. (laughs) Listen to the tape back. Maybe I'm closer. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the future over here. (laughs) I'm about 10 years after you. What is this? (laughs) What is this film that you watched called? What what is it? We saw The Wonder. Oh, okay. Each week you try and do the most abstract reference. Um, Yeah, we saw The Wonder, which Mm. is a Netflix film with Florence Pugh, our Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. and other people. I'm sure you were all very good people, but I I don't recognize you all. Oh, Toby Jones is in this. I love Toby Jones. I'm so sorry. Kieran Hines as well. I'm very, very sorry. Yes. Some people. I'm sorry. You in particular. <laughs> um, Tom Burke was good as the, the journalist. Anyway, what's the film about, Sine? The Wonder. It's the a hard film? one to watch, wasn't it? Little in some ways, let's face it. Sorry. Yeah, I'll ask the question, tough. then I'll stop talking. I'll let you answer the question. That is generally um, the structure that people follow in conversations, yeah. So um, <laughs> Florence plays Lib, and we're set in 1800s. Mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Yes. Got it. Um, In Ireland. My people. Yeah. My people too. I have people. Not as like recent as you, but I have people. Okay. Um, Anyway, she's an English nurse and there is this girl, this rumor about this girl who hasn't eaten for four months and it's questioned how she's staying alive essentially Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of um fable around her being touched by god and that it's a miracle and lots of religious sort of beliefs and i don't know um tensions coming to play because she is a nurse and so she believes in science and practicalities and comes head to head with her family and the people in that Mm. um community yeah, so she's been, she's been brought there to do the test, like examine the girl to and watch, watch her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's got that medical knowledge as a nurse. Yeah. So they get, sorry, they get a nun and mm. her to 
both independently watch this girl for two weeks or something yeah. and then report back to this council of men. Mm. Um, Including like the it, priests and stuff of religious yeah, folk. Not a, yeah, very not an unbiased council. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And like it's easy to look back now and be like, of course someone can't survive without food. But like this is a particularly religious time and a particularly religious place. Yeah. It's possible to them. Like if you if you yeah. have the Bible as fact in your belief system, it's not yeah. not that insane to think that this person could be touched by God and we've got a modern day miracle in front of us. Yeah. So that I think you just gotta kinda of remember that the whole time when you're watching this, that that's the sort of place we're in. That's all true what you said, Sine. The way the film is told though is kind of a bit funky, isn't it? We're talking about the narrative device. Yes. The sort of... What's this about? Yeah. So at the beginning of the film, we're sort of direct addressed by what turns out to be one of the characters in the film mm-hmm. who says, you're an audience and you're watching a movie, essentially. Yeah, and we start on the, um, sta- on the sound stage before we sort of, the camera yeah. glides into the world that we created. And I think that, yeah. that, we looked into it, right? And it's kind of about the power of stories and... This girl's got a particular story that she's telling herself and also everyone else is involved in the storytelling of what's going on to her. So I like think that's yeah, according to the artificiality of it all, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I I didn't like it. Mm. So there's that at the beginning and then obviously book ended, and then about ten minutes in we also have once we've crossed the threshold into this imaginary world, that same character speaks to us directly again. Just to remind us that we're it's, watching it's something. Yeah. It's very, um, I'm trying to go back to my theatre studies days. Mm. It's a Brecht. Can't remember now. One of them, one of the big playwrights, at musical credibility, if I even had any, one was really big on constantly reminding the audience that they were watching a play. Yeah. That was like their big thing that they were known for. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, maybe that, but I, I just, it confused me. <laughs> I was like, this is a perfectly fine story as it is. I actually didn't get what you were trying to allude to with the storytelling thing. I had to look up what you meant by it. So then it didn't add anything for me. Mm. It was just distracting. How did you feel about it? I think I liked it, but it was distracting in the moment. It's kind of the thing you have to either look into it for like we did to sort of put it in its place. And we had a good idea of what it was about. So, but like just getting that sort of further confirmation or watch it again knowing it's coming and trying to really contextualize it because you know the first thing of a film is you just try to experience it for the first time and having someone there being like hey by the way you're watching this film it is disorienting i'm not saying i don't like it but it's kind of hard to get a handle on isn't it the first time yeah for sure um florence Pugh. i've said before best actor of a generation right yeah flawless accent by the way Mm. so she is british but she's doing a different british accent Mm-hmm. in this movie um she's just so there with everything like i never questioned a choice she made she constantly like i was so interested in watching her on screen yeah, yeah. she's got it whatever she it really is does. she's got it in, in loads yeah um sad story for her character though as well right yeah she's lost a child and a husband and essentially as a drug addict. I mean, she takes opioids, but in a time where it was 
you know, prescribed to take opioids to deal with stress mm. and pain and whatever. Mm-hmm. She also self-harms. Mm. Um, yeah, really sad, solitary character. Yeah, and like of course, everything we said so far probably indicates this film is a tough watch. And it is, but like yeah. it's a good, very well-made drama, so... I wouldn't watch it on a family movie night, but I watch it if you're looking for something no. that is that's the challenge and to sort of yeah you know, recontextualize your view of the world. I think it was really good in that sense. Yeah, and to see some you know amazing acting from our flow. Yeah, I think like this is a really interesting movie, and I don't mean that in the way that like people describe people who they find unattractive as interesting looking. I don't mean like that. This movie actually got me to think and gave me a bit of a different vibe to a lot mm-hmm. of other movies I've seen recently. Creepy vibes. Creepy, Oops. like, what's going on here? There's a devout religious cult. Something's not right. It's almost a horror film in that sense, isn't it? Very oh, yeah. It's dread. It's tough. Yeah. Lots of dread. No, like, jump scares or slasher stuff, anything like that, mm. but that real tense mm. downer energy <laughs> yeah. is this movie, and it gets so much worse. Yeah, absolutely. Then we don't want to... it starts out to be. Yeah, yeah, and so it's from a novel from the same mm. writer of Room, which we both really enjoyed back in the day. Yeah. Um, Emma Donoghue. Another really tough watch. Yeah, again, but somehow she's able to craft these narratives, which are tough, but also you get something out of it. So you, yeah. like, it's worth it. It's, um, it's a real, real mm-hmm. skill because how many times have we watched something where it's like, oh, that was just pain and heartbreak for two hours and now I feel shit about the world. Yeah. Somehow she, she can go into the, these dark places but pull out something amazing. Yeah. And did you enjoy the film in the end and, and you know, Ugh, get something out of it? I mean, it's to say that you enjoy mm. it, isn't it? Especially when it's revealed why the girl's doing this. Um, I enjoyed Florence's performance and, I, yeah. and I thought it was an interesting story, but I didn't have a fun time watching it. That's one of those tough ones because, like, once it's revealed what's happening and particularly yeah. the the mystery of, of her fasting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we worked it out. Just believe Florence, everybody. And I you know. can see some of them do, but, but I know. And the shocking part for me is that there's a – kind of a, a similar enough story happened just here in Australia recently, just very close to home, of a of a child who required medical yeah. assistance but didn't receive it and passed away. It's just awful. Like that's happening here in, in, you know, 2020s and it's a clear parallel to what happens here in this story. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of religion, but it, it can make you do some terrible things, can't it? Yeah. Yeah, in the name of... of, of the opposite of doing stuff for your God. It's whatever they can justify, I guess. Yeah. Like if you feel in yourself that you were doing the right thing, you will just keep doing that thing, you know. Yeah. And then I mentioned before that the power of story, that, that's how it ends and I, and how, how everything is resolved. And mm. I, sometimes I'm a bit like, you know, that, that's, that I'm a writer, I'm going to write a story about how great stories are. And it's like sort of perpetuating the thing that you love, which I absolutely understand. As a writer myself, I think stories are important. But also, like, you know, maybe write some stories about people who aren't just writers like you who love stories. You know, maybe, you know, try and lift up other people in their their lives. And so sometimes when I encounter a story where the, where the 
resolution is stories are important. I'm like, eh. overall, I agree, but overall, so other things are also important. Yeah. Very clever in this, though, because the way that they sort of weaponized that power of storytelling by mm. making the girl, like, she had a certain story for herself and she mm. was playing her part in that and mm. she wasn't going to sway or deviate from that story she told her. And so I was like, what about this other story? What if that story ends and we can tell this other story which will let you have a new life? I thought that was a really yeah. cool way of sort of adding some grey area into that, the power of story mm -hmm. and the story we tell ourselves. Yeah. It was a really, that whole sequence was really moving when mm. she figures out she needs to get this girl out of here otherwise she's going to die and she can't stand by and watch that happen. And this child has obviously experienced such great trauma that she knew, I guess in a time when mental health wouldn't have even been a consideration, mm. that somehow some psychologically she needed to find a way to pack that away and yes. move on from it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. I think, like you touched on it, so there's two, there's two central questions to this movie, right? There's two mysteries that we're trying to solve. One is mm. how she's doing it. And the other is why. Mm. And why is because of trauma. I don't know if we really want to get into the no. nitty-gritty of why. But, yeah, not a great reason, but mm -hmm. very moving and upsetting. The how. Did you pick it? Well, I figured out that the once the parents weren't, weren't allowed to touch the girl anymore, that's when she stopped yeah. eating or being able to eat. So that was part. I didn't know exactly yeah, how. I, yeah. Yeah. I figure the same thing. Like, it's got to be something to do with that. But the most frustrating scene is where she figures it out. She goes and she tells the council and is like, here's what I found. I figured it out ahead of time, mm -hmm. by the way. You're welcome for that. And they just don't believe her. They just don't believe her. And then they wheel the girl in and the girl, of course, lies. When yeah. all they had to ask was a very specific question because the lie that this girl says or the story that she tells herself is that she's eating manna from heaven. And she doesn't think manna is food. But all they had, all Flores had to say is, and you call food manna, right? Yep, cool. <laughs> See, my point still stands. Yeah. This is what's happening. It's frustrating. Very frustrating. Very effective. <laughs> Learn storytelling for sure. Yeah. We said before, like, Florence is the main draw here. And mm. Toby Jones and Kieran Hines are also um, pretty famous. A lot of Irish actors who mm. are of note as well. So it's good. One I want to shout out to in particular is David mm -hmm. Wilmot, and he plays um, Sean Ryan. And I think 
in the context of the film, he's one of the ones who actually believes Florence. He's like the one guy who's kind of on her side on the panel, if you recall. Yeah. The reason I'm going to um, shout out to him is that he was on Station Eleven, which is one of the most amazing shows I watched last year. I didn't get right. on the podcast, but we will maybe at one point today if you get around to it. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was just really nice to see him in something else because he was so good in Station Eleven, which again is a sort of show that sort of breaks your heart, puts back together and... You know, it's a really tough watch at times, but also you know, one mm. of the most thrilling experiences I've had in a long time. Hey, it was just nice seeing him in something else. That's all. That's all I want to say, basically. Good guy. <laughs> good. Who was the guy who played the love interest? That was Tom Burke. Who you might know as Orson Welles in Mank. Ah, thank you. Yes, yes I yes. was trying to pick him. He went to Rada. Cool. Mm. He is in... The Mad Max Fury Road spin-off, Furiosa, coming out. Hello. Next year, or well, at some point. Interesting. Interesting. I liked him. Don't... Yeah, he was good. Mm. It's interesting as well, like, obviously, it's so funny that this council of men elect two women to go and investigate this thing and then they don't believe them. Classic, right? <laughs> like, why even bother then? It's because you wanted you confirmation bias, right? You wanted a particular mm. answer from them. You wanted them to come back and be like, I don't know, it must be a miracle. And you've convinced the science one, so that mm. gives your argument, story, credibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. The, the most <sighs> most interesting story wins normally, hey? Yeah. Mm. If you're up for, like, a pretty dark one, mm. it's a great movie. Just take care of yourself. Know your headspace before you go into this. Mm. Maybe look up some trigger warnings if you have an aversion to sensitive content too. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, yeah. That's what you do with animals, hey, Sine? It's my thing. You need to. That's and needles. Thing. I do it with needles too. Oh, do you? Yeah. What do I do it for? What are my None. triggers? Nothing. Nothing. Blank slate. No soul. What's it really? like being untraumatized? <laughs> Is it a fun time? What's that mean? What's it like being mentally well? It's the meme about your boyfriends are sitting on the couch eating chips. What's that like? I don't understand you. (laughs) Okay, rating time, I believe, Sine. Wow, this is a tough one to rate. Mm. Um, Three and three quarter stars. Okay. Really well done. Mm. Didn't really get the narrative device, the narration, sorry, the play within a play thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't like it. Like I didn't have a fun time watching it, which isn't the film's fault, mm. but obviously affects your experience of it. Florence, five stars. She was incredible. Um, the girl was also really good. We haven't even spoken about her. We probably should. Oh, yeah, totally. Keela. Mm. Keela Lord Cassidy she was really great really really great yeah as you said before it's not one you get a family around to watch and you got to get ready for it but I think it was worthwhile I'm gonna give it four stars I think that just because there was that element of just I don't know how you can love this movie you know it's a tough one and I certainly appreciate it yeah but you know 
I'm not going to recommend. Oh, I'm going to recommend it, but it's not like just shouting from the rooftops, you know. It's a great movie, but for particular people, and yeah. it's a tough Experience. watch. So, yeah. yeah. All right, then. We've reviewed some previous Florence Flonny joints, haven't we? We did. We did Don't Worry Darling recently. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> we definitely did. Little Women back in the day, she killed that one. Oh, All-star she's... cast, but she killed them all, you know, crushed yeah, it. Like, you've got Saoirse Ronan, right? You're like, oh, she's going to be clearly the best in the cast. Mm-hmm. You've got Timothy Chalamet. You've got Emma Watson. Mm. You've got Laura Dern. And yet, little Florence playing mm-hmm. Amy... The most perfect performance I've ever seen. Wow. I say that all the time. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our back catalogue. But, you know, it's got to the point where she's a destination actor, isn't she? Anything she's in, people have got to go see. So I literally would see anything she's in. Yeah. If she wasn't in this movie, I don't think I would have She's That's it. Known that's about it power. or seen it. Yeah. Yeah. You need someone who can... Pull in the peeps. What's she got coming up? Let's have a look. Well, good on her for not just sitting back and doing Marvel stuff. I know she's in Marvel stuff, but, you know, she's using, she's using, she's Little Black Widow. Oh, she's in Black Widow. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, Did you call her Little Black Widow? Oh, God. She's in Oppenheimer and June Part 2 and a good person, which is a Zach Braff film. Everyone's in June Part 2. Are you in it? Could be. Morgan Freeman, <gasps> Molly Shannon. Mm-hmm. I'm here for this. Yeah. Zachary okay. Raffery. I don't mind a bit of Zachary Raffery. Yeah. Why are we just giving people new names this episode? <laughs> this is what we're doing. Zachary Raffery and Flonny Pew. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I was talking about. The Wonder. Do you recommend it? Oscar nom for her? Maybe. We'll see. Um. Yeah, anytime. I don't know if people would have seen it though is the problem Yeah, like, the academy these days don't even really watch the movies mm. so I think that'll hold her back but potentially she should have one alright thanks for listening thanks for being here Sinead no worries we'll see you next time bye hey it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order that's quince.com upgrade